0: Every sports fan knows it's not about how you start the season. It's about how you finish. At MyBookie 2020 finishes strong with NFL, college football, and the return of NBA action. Sign up today to receive a halfway deposit match up to $1,000. And while you're at it, ring in the holidays with six days of giveaways. You heard it here first. From December 21st to December 26th, MyBookie's hooking players up with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes. And it's all week long. To get in, on the action it's simple sign up make your first deposit and enter promo code zabe charlie zulu alpha bravo echo to claim your bonus and start taking advantage of the holiday freebies head over to my bookie and discover this year's batch of fun on-site promotions and win big with six days of giveaways this holiday season bet with the best bet with my bookie everyone loves shopping online Today on the Zabecast, we got twin dramas on the woofskins front, our captain QB with the dumbest strip club visit ever, and our party boy owner paying out big bucks in hush money. Glenn G-Unit Eunice has scorching hot takes on both fronts. Never apologize for winning, the bucks get boned in the Bogdan deal, and Dr. Rosen Rosen, where the hell's the records room? All that plus aliens and more. Your 30-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Oh, here we go. Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. And man, do I have some Christmas shopping still left to do. I know it's getting late. Is that, Are any stores open? What do I do? It's a mad dash. How will I deal with it? I should have gotten on Amazon. You know what? Look at me. You think I'm worried? You think me, the king of being able to whip out the plastic and go, put it on the bill. I'm not worried. There will be a merry, merry Christmas in the Zabin family household. All right, I have printed out a good portion of today's Zabecast. Why? I keep fiddling with and noodling and trying to figure out what's the best way to get my shit organized for this podcast. Do I record five to ten minute chunks and piece them together? Do I do it all in one big 30 to 40 minute swoop? Do I type out some bullet points uh, on my application called Evernote, which includes links to stories and audio I can use? Or do I print out stories? Printing is underrated. I just figured out how to set my phone up to print To my printer here in my office, I know what took me so long. Well, I'll tell you what spurred it: on our little getaway, family getaway to Deep Creek Lake, my dad, bless his heart, insisted on bringing a printer. My mom was like, "Oh God!" She was just beside herself. Like your father, I don't know why he bothers this to do this. He just every time we got to bring a printer. I'm like, dad, why are we bringing a printer? I don't know, Steven. We want to print something out. So, of course, there was no need to print anything out on a four-day jaunt up to a cabin atop a ski mountain. Just for a little pre-Christmas getaway. None whatsoever. But on the last night, I insisted. I go, dad, we're going to print something. Oh, yeah. You brought it. You made me load it in the truck. I'm printing it. By the way, the Ram 1500 just oh so good. In the snow, we got five inches of fresh snow before we left. I just drove that thing right up the snowy driveway, right over the snowy berm. I'm like, is that all you got? I got four-wheel drive auto. I got four-wheel drive high. I got four-wheel drive low. I'll take whatever you got. Handle it all great. I just need to get the girl a bath. I, I want her clean again. Anyway. I digress. So my dad brings a printer, makes me pack it. And I say, okay, fine. We're fucking printing something tonight, Dad. I don't give a shit. We'll print out the uh, lyrics to Oh Holy Night. Whatever it takes, we're printing something. So I get his clunky Epson printer out. It's a it's a printer and a scanner. So we we had full office capabilities up there. I get it plugged in, and I say to my dad, I go, where's the cable for it? He goes, the cable the cable's right there and i go no that's the power cord i said where's the usb cable to hook it up to my printer oh son of a bitch is that not in there and he's getting all mad i think all right calm down dad i see this is wi-fi enabled so i set it up i actually got it to work wi-fi go to print something we fiddled with a paper tray for who knows how long and it's like and we're sitting there watching eagerly as if we're huddled around the baby Jesus in the manger itself, waiting for a Christmas printing miracle and the paper comes out. Nothing. It's just blank. I go, dad, when was the last time you used this printer? Oh, I've used it all the time. What are you talking? I go, I said, I think it's out of uh, toner. No, it's not out of toner. And we're going back and forth. On the computer, on the printer, it said it was full of toner. And they the cartridges were cartridges were in there, but the bottom line was it just wasn't printing on the paper. So without causing any further ruckus, I put it away and said, you know what, never mind. But what I did learn, though, by being forced to connect my phone to his printer via Wi-Fi, I'm like, oh, it's not that hard after all. I'll do it here at home. So because of that, what I've done is I've taken tweets that I have liked And I have then screenshotted them on my phone. And then I have sent those to the printer. And here they are. Are we going to hear any of the real sports stories or are you just going to talk printer? Okay. I'm getting to it. Let's start with this. Stuart Mandel, SI.com, continues to hammer home the reality. And I think he's very much on point that the tectonic plates have shifted, that the original deal of the college football playoff is such that they're never going to let in a group of five team. Never. And I mean with a capital N, never. And the notion that they couldn't hang with the big boys is one that, well, we'd have to see it play out to really know. For example, Mandel points out in 2010... An undefeated Mountain West champ, TCU, played 11-1 Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl, a Wisconsin team that had scored 83 and 70 points in separate Big Ten games. Pretty impressive, right? How did the scrappy Group of Five undefeated TCU team do? They won that game, the Rose Bowl, 21-19. to Mandel points out, under the current system, no G5 team can get that opportunity. Cincinnati will play a Georgia team full of opt-outs and get little credit if it wins. I agree. Uh, Dr. Rosen, Dr. Rosen Rosen, where the hell's the records room? Josh Rosen is now on his fourth NFL team. He got signed to the Buccaneers practice squad after Miami cut him to land with the Niners' active roster in an emergency situation. Actually, wait a minute. Uh, who, Who did he get signed by today? From being drafted 10th overall by the Cardinals to getting traded to the Dolphins to signing with the Buccaneers practice squad. Miami cut him, and now the Niners have added him to their active roster for an emergency quarterback just in case. And their season is over, so why do they care to even add a guy? Notice how Colin Kaepernick's name has not been brought up by anybody still. Even the Kaepernick activists in the media who have banged the drum for Kaepernick. Kaepernick himself has not said, yeah, no, I don't really want to come back. I'm just kidding. He hasn't said that. Of course, he hasn't said anything. Kaepernick continues to refuse to speak at all, in any forum whatsoever, which is, it remains to me one of the more amazingly Weird things ever. But notice how nobody's banging the drum for Kaepernick. I mean, teams are assigning Tyler, Taylor Heineke. Is it because Kaepernick's asking prices too high? Probably. But he doesn't really want to play. There are quarterback opportunities that abound right now for a guy like Kaepernick. If he could just lower his price a bit and say, yeah, I can still play. Watch me. And yet he doesn't want to. We saw Two teams that should not have lost their games lose their games this weekend. The Jets, horrifically, to fumble the number one pick in the draft, at least for now, with two weeks to go. And the Steelers on Monday night, who just got handled by the Cincinnati Bengals and Ryan Finley, who stinks as a quarterback. So they, uh, in fact, Finley threw nine passes, I want to say. Let me look that up. See, I keep looking. Box score, Bengals. Steelers, I I can't remember these basic names. I think it was Ryan Finley. Wait, this is November 15th, box score. Hold on a second, calm down. Settle down, everybody. Uh, Bengals. Yeah, Ryan Finley. I had it right. 7 of 13, 89 yards, winner. The, the, the Steelers are in a free fall, the likes of which we haven't seen in a long time. Ryan Finley stinks. They still beat the Steelers. So, Steelers losing as 13-point favorites. The Jets losing as 17-and-a-half-point favorites. And the Buccaneers, in a need-to-win situation, almost getting beat by the rudderless Atlanta Falcons, who had multiple 17-point leads, brings up this point. Chancellor Johnson on Twitter says, Matt LaFleur has said multiple times, quote, we will never apologize for winning, unquote. And after this weekend, he says, I completely understand. That is true. Packer fans are sort of looking sideways at the delicious meal on their plate that is an 11-3 and team going, eh, but you know, they're kind of letting teams back into it. and They're not winning convinced. Hey, how about just the fact they're winning when they should win About every time they do. The Bucks got boned in the Bogdan deal. So I didn't talk about this yesterday, but what the hell? The NBA has docked Milwaukee a second-round pick. And I know, second-round picks are as worthless as tits on a bull. But still, they get docked a second-round pick only because the NBA said, well, you did call Sacramento to ask about a trade. They didn't contact Bogdanovich himself. They had no deal in place. They never end up signing the guy, and they still got fined a second round pick or docked a second round pick. Why? Because somebody tweeted that a deal was done. In fact, it was Woj who tweeted the deal was done. A false bomb threat called in by Woj. Not a bo- not a Woj bomb, but a. False woge Bomb threat, he should be punished for that. Coronavirus news. Calgary police bust outdoor hockey game for COVID violations. Cop tells hockey player to, quote, get on the fucking ground or I'll tase you. I mean, come on. See, with these printed stories, I can do the... Rush Limbaugh or the Jim Rome sound effect of. Here's the story. Can you hear the story in my hand? And then put it down like that. How's the COVID vaccine going? Good. I suppose depending on who wants it and who's going to get it and everything else. I'm going to sort of sit out for the most part on the vaccine front. It's probably a really good vaccine that probably has very little side effects. Probably. I still am not keen on taking it because I don't want to I mean, well, certainly I I, I, I don't want to be forced to take it. That's for sure, number one. And I think we're headed towards that eventually, either by corporations or government or some combination of the two. But also, I just don't necessarily, I just don't think it's necessary for the most part. Not for my age group. That said, administrators at Howard University in Washington, D.C. are having a tough go of it convincing their own employees and staffers to get the vaccine. Of the 1,900 employees, only 600 have signed up for the shots. And that is attributed, likely, because Howard University is a historically black college university. And if you know anything about the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, absolutely one of the most heinous, disgusting, and trust-breaking acts in American history. You would know why. Primarily black hospital, vaccine, and the history with this government. I mentioned that Elon was not there to watch Charlie Woods play with Tiger. I was wrong. Thank you for correcting me. They sent me email uh, links to the Daily Mail story that has multiple photographs of not just Elon there watching Charlie, but doing so with Tiger's new Girlfriend, so good. Good for the family, the extended, you know, patched back together family. There is a supercut about two minutes, of Charlie doing all the little tiger motions. The stances, the motions, taking his glove off the same way, flipping his club, his swing. Oh, man, the mannerisms are eerie. And then there's this wonderful stimulus bill that finally got passed by Congress that is an absolute affront to anybody who wants good government. It is a $2.4 trillion, is that right? No, $2.4 billion. No, trillion. Billion, trillion, what's a trillion between friends? I think it's $2.4 trillion. Uh, $2.4 trillion to, to fund the government. Like, okay, here's what we're going to spend our money on. And nine hundred billion of that is for COVID relief, which parses out to six hundred dollars for everybody making under seventy five grand a year. Okay. It took nine months for a bunch of assholes who haven't missed a single check in those nine months to cut you, some of you, but not all of you, a six hundred dollar check. And they did it as part of a five thousand. 593-page spending bill that nobody in Congress actually read because you can't read bills that big. And it has shit in there, 10 million here, 30 million there, foreign governments, programs in foreign countries that make you seethe with anger. How do we stop it? What do we do? Who do we vote for? Who do we vote in? Who do we vote out? Can I start a Facebook page? Is it hopeless? Should I just say, you know what? Fuck it. Let the republic burn. I don't know. I'd love to know what's the solution. How do we get better government? Maybe we're getting the government we deserve good and hard. Maybe it's not our fault as citizens. Maybe those that we have elected over the years have figured out, hey, wait a minute. If we do this, this, and this, and that, that, and that, then guess what? We'll have this perpetual system where... We get a lot of money, we get rich, and fuck the rest of the country. How do we break that then? I'm going to go under that charitable interpretation of our current government situation. They have figured out how to game the system to protect themselves. We can just vote. We can vote one way or the other. Pretty much. Two-party system. Sure, you can throw your vote away on a third party, but fine. And we can organize and get candidates, and this person's going to be really good, and let's get them to run, we're going to fund them, we're going to give everyone, hey, you got 10 bucks, 100 bucks, let's fund their campaign, let's get them into office, and then they turn into assholes. That all they do is just like, yeah, that's a good deal. I want to definitely, uh, you know, keep going as a representative of your fine district. How do we break this cycle? How do we throw a giant wrench into the whole machinery? Again, I'm a fan of strict term limits. I've heard arguments that say, no, that would make it worse. I say, hey, yeah, you know what? I don't think it can get worse. We're talking about a 5,593 page bill to give you and I, or anyone making under 75 grand. And luckily, I make $74,999. So I'm going to get that money. Yes. That is not proper governance. So guess what? How do we throw a wrench into that and blow it up? You say it can't go worse. Or you say that term limits could make it worse? I say, how could it get any worse? I'm like Clark Griswold saying, how can it get any worse? We're at the gates of the threshold of hell. I say, fuck it, let's try term limits. If it is worse, strict term limits. You get one shot two years in Congress and then get the fuck out and go back to your you know, donut shop, your farm, your law practice, whatever. Same thing for Senate. You get one shot six years, then fuck off, go home. Let's try it. Give it a couple cycles. See how it works. If it is worse, we'll go back to the old shitty way and say, all right, we tried it. It was worse. Every sports fan knows it's not about how you start the season. It's about how you finish. At mybookie, 2020 finishes strong with NFL, college football, and the return of NBA action. Sign up today to receive a halfway deposit match up to a thousand dollars. And while you're at it, ring in the holidays with six days of giveaways. You heard it here first. From December 21st to December 26th, mybookie's hooking players up with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes. And it's all week long. To get in on the action it's simple sign up make your first deposit and enter promo code zabe charlie zulu alpha bravo echo to claim your bonus and start taking advantage of the holiday freebies head over to my bookie and discover this year's batch of fun on-site promotions and win big with six days of giveaways this holiday season bet with the best bet with my bookie The I am ready to murder somebody.
1: <laughs>
0: For those of you listening, <laughs> you, you can hear how shitty this connection is because I'm connecting via my Bluetooth to my Roadcaster Pro app. It sucks. Oh God. It's because the one big dongle that I need is gone missing, and I own at least three of them. At an absurd 7 to $10 a piece from Apple, you raging alls. Okay, there we go. Hey, uh. oh, Glennie, 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 Glennie. The last 30 minutes have been spent looking for the one most essential cable. As I just got back from Deep Creek Lake and I packed everything, I brought way too much stuff. And the one cable that is the essential cable that connects my phone to the 3.5 millimeter auxiliary input on this otherwise wonderful yeah. machine has gone missing. And there is a dongle that is on the end of my backup headphones that I use to mow the lawn when my wireless mm-hmm. beats are not charged. Where was that set of headphones? Who knows? It's gone. I went through the entire garage. I went through the house. I asked my daughters who I bought dongles for them because Apple, oh, we got to get rid of the 3.5 millimeter plug for no reason. Nobody asked for it. Glenn, keep it in there. Oh, we got to make it thinner. It's thinner. Nobody uses that to connect anymore. I do. Lots of people do. Sorry. Am I yelling? I'm yelling. (sighs)
1: Well, you answered one of my questions, which is why don't you have a backup? But apparently you have seven backups and you couldn't find a one.
0: I do. I have three backups. Mm -hmm. It's almost like having all these extra COVID quarterbacks on these teams. I mean, the fact that the Redskins, I mean, the Wolfskins have Steven Montez and Taylor Heineke, I have no
1: idea who that is.
0: (laughs) They might actually play this weekend. Who knows? Okay, Glenn. Oh, God. good, Good evening. How are you, my friend? Happy
1: Zaycast. I'm wonderful. I have a couple things that I need to talk to you about quickly. They're quick hitters. Okay. And then we can, you can steer me wherever you want to go.
0: Well, we're going to talk about the two things that matter, which is you know Dwayne Haskins and yep. one of the top five worst athlete strip club visits ever. And I do have a list for you on that. And then you secondly, did. this drama with Dan Snyder and his minority partners. But before we get to that, go ahead.
1: Okay. All right. First thing is, did you take the milk and honey conversion van to Deep Creek or did you drive a regular company vehicle? I mean, a, you know, a Zave
0: a vehicle. No, I took my beautiful new Ram fifteen hundred uh, with the E torque Hemi up there, and it just ate up no, the all. snow like nobody's business.
1: I I uh, I love it up there. I've spent many a uh, winter and summer up there. Uh, Deep Creek, fabulous. Did you get Bertha's pizza by chance? Or Brenda's pizza, I should say.
0: No, everything's, did
1: you get pizza from Brenda's?
0: No, everything's fucking closed in Maryland. Even up, even up yes. there. I know. Even yes. up there. Yes. Wow. Even to the point where I go in, I get gas. You go to Perkins? No, I didn't go to Perkins. Stop asking <laughs> where I went to. I went nowhere. <laughs> like, We're not allowed to go anywhere, Glenn. I was in Maryland. <laughs> uh, you know what? It didn't matter. So he- here's what really fucking pissed me off. So yeah. I go to get gas on the way out of town, and I yeah. pop into the store to get a snackage. Mm-hmm. I have my face napkin in my hand I am not more than two steps in the door when the woman behind the counter says in an urgent panic voice, I'm sir, sir, you need a mask I hold it up in my hands I put it on my face, I get my soda, I get my candy and after I bought it I felt like taking my mask off slowly and standing there staring at her (laughs) Saying, "Are you afraid you're going to die?" But I've been so much anger. I know, but I've been told (laughs) by small business owners and others they don't want to be doing this either. But they've got the state fucking health Nazis up their asses, and I'm thinking, but do I look like one of them? And the answer is no. But guess what? It doesn't matter. One of them could be lurking in the store. And if they see see me walk in without a mask and they don't immediately enforce it, they could be shut down, Glenn. So, uh, all right. So, real quick story.
1: My father lives in Virginia. He's over my house a few uh, before the election, after the election, around the election and this 13 year old kid is, is riding his bike and there's a, my neighbor has a, had a Trump flag out. Uh-huh. And so this kid routinely drives by and, and, and gives the guy shit, right? Whatever he says. So my father and a neighbor and I are standing outside having a chat in the garage, not the Trump neighbor, a different neighbor. And the kid rides by on his bike and says, you know, you got an inbred, you know, neighbor who votes for Trump or whatever. My dad's very, right wing, um, and Glenn senior, takes the bait from a 13-year-old and goes, oh, yeah, I live in Virginia. He's not even my neighbor. And I'm like, Dad, why are you engaging with a 13-year-old? And it's the same thing I'll say to you. You're not wrong. Why are you engaging with a clerk at a mini-mart? Who gives a shit?
0: I did not engage with her. I said I almost <laughs> wanted to do that.
1: <laughs> I just, I just it, You cracked me up with that. I mean, And, and you're not wrong. Maryland's totally different. Uh, and you know, it is what it is. Okay. Next question. Did you see the name of the bowl that the Miami hurricanes are going to? You're going to love this one.
0: I went through the names briefly. There's some pretty fucking weird ones it's, this year.
1: It's the cheese it bowl.
0: Yeah. Yes. The Cheez it bowl. So
1: you know who the chief of staff is for the university of Miami, right? That would be one Edward Reed. That's correct. So we're talking the other day about the bowl. And he's like, yeah, we got the cheez Bowl. I go, I was eating some cheeses." And he's like, say what? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> he <doesn't
0: laughs> and know I go, He doesn't know the story.
1: No, but I told him. I go, 100 years ago, I was producing for Steve Zabin on Fox Sports, and we had Don King on, and Don King was eating something while Zay was interviewing him. He's like, all right. And I'm like, so Steve goes, hey, Don, what you eating there? And Don goes, oh, I was eating some cheeses." And I was like, so that's like the number one soundbite that we played for years and years. And he's like, man, that is so funny. So he, he I'm going to need you to text or email that to me.
0: Okay. Uh, the one small silver lining to your horrid <laughs> Bluetooth connection right now is that I can now also run my 360 <laughs> systems instant replay into <laughs> that AUGS port. Um, and it has on there, I'm pretty sure, come on, initializing, this old machine is just an old pig of a machine. But you know what?
1: I loaded. I
0: loaded thousands of audio cuts. Into that machine back in 2002. I know. Here's the thing: there is still nothing better for a quick lookup because it's physical buttons. Oh, I love I hit, it. I hit find and then I just type the first three letters and enter, and it's got it. And so, even though I've been trying to go to your more digital soundboards on yep. iPad and computer, nothing can beat the old instant replay. Okay, here we I are. agree. And now, and now, by popular request. Don King nearly choking to death on a cheese It while being interviewed on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Who's over will? Who's over will? Let him come.
0: You're right there, Don? Yes. <laughs> what are you eating, by the way?
2: I was eating some Cheez Its.
0: <laughs> I love uh-huh. Cheez Its. You can't put that box down. I've been the same place, Don. It, it is very difficult. <laughs> <Yeah. All right. laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that's so good it is very typical very typical I was, right? oh i was eating some, yeah, i was eating some cheese yeah
0: never mind <laughs> never mind i was interviewing you for a fucking fight that you were gonna steal these boxers money from you yeah, know yeah. <laughs> absolute stone-cold criminal stomped a guy to death once upon a time went to jail for it <laughs> then became the richest man, one of the richest boxing promoters in the world, and uh, then would wave a little American flag, saying, "Only in America, only in America." Uh,
1: good times, so good. Good, times. no, it was so good. Yeah. So we definitely need that. Also, if you're in that machine, I'm telling you, I think you have the clip of MJ punking me, Michael jo- Michael Jordan. Giving me the business, but that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's another topic for another day. I All right. don't. I don't, you. I
0: don't have it in here, but I do have a selection of MJ bites. Would you like to hear one? Uh, I, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday Night Live
2: hardcore pornographic videos.
0: Remember this label because it's not really pornographic. That just says Michael Jordan.
1: Uh, those are good. Those are the those are the SNL
0: bits. You no, have the, No athlete today would do something that risky. No. LeBron no. would and never surpri- do something like that.
1: No, and it's surprising that MJ did it, knowing what we know about him now, but that was like, however reason, they got him to do it then. Um, you have the instant replay that has the 50 hot buttons on the front of it, right? Yes. yes. Oh, that's a good one.
0: Because they actually, had another version. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, they have another version that has like a, uh, a toggle button like a uh, um, like an editing bar on it that you could actually head and tail audio with a uh. little T display screen but it's a, it's also instant replay but a different version
0: yeah you know what you it's, have the
1: 360
0: no it's, a nerd. A, no, it's nerd. no it's called a shortcuts machine that's right it's an instant replay <laughs> shortcut that's correct God word door <laughs> what nerd hey listen I, not only do I have one of these pig of machines uh, uh. I've got two the second one doesn't work it's in my basement i could probably send it in to get refurbished might not be a bad idea these things listed at are you sending that into merle reinhardt i mean where does that go (laughs) that's that's an old engineer engineer reference no i would send it in (laughs) i would send it in to the company that makes these things because i think they still service them but i better get it fixed quick because it it is quickly going to become absolute it's just gonna become a brick once it does. People
1: work don't anymore. know that you have to manually load that audio in in real time. You have to play it into the machine for them mm, to have it digitally.
0: Not technically, you can use a FTP file transfer protocol. You can now through, through a Cat or, Six. No, it's got a Cat Six on the back. You can get it. But in back there.
1: then, but back then, I would I would have to load those in in real time through via XLR
0: through the board correct correct I, I, I did that yeah because nobody had the voodoo of computers to be able to get them in there and yes you would do that. Right. you'd have to manually do it anyway i should probably get the other one fixed up like i said these things cost five thousand dollars
1: yeah and i don't know okay. how you got to steal them but both but uh, uh, that's a gross that uh, sticky fingers david oh, oh, different second. owners ago hold no, on no you second. bought it i know no
0: well no i had a story behind that and I know people are just yes. very thrilled at my dongle talk, and now this uh, nerdy. Uh,
1: no, this sound is inside radio, talking. and they love it. These are you, you have game okay. stands; they want right. to hear.
0: This. All right, so inside radio. So, at yeah. some point in the early 2010s or so, I was mm-hmm. able to do the Fox Sports Radio morning show from home. I had yeah. an ISDN connection at home. And so, therefore, I took home this instant replay machine, which was property of nine eighty AM at the time. But yep. then Chuck Sapienza became the program director and asked mm-hmm. what happened to that instant replay machine, which basically nobody else used. And I was the one that yep. curated all the bites. And he got. And all- you had them make you a special audio a dial so you could turn up
1: the juice yes. if the bites were low. Yes. I remember all that. Yeah. Thank yep. you. No, that was your that and was he- your machine
0: and and he gets all fucking tyranty and says, "Well, you're going to have to bring that back. That's not yours." Even though there was a production guy that stole multiple pieces of equipment. One hmm. by one walked out of the building and then we would find them on eBay. And <laughs> I told Scotland, I go, "We need to fucking bust this guy. This is bullshit because he ended up getting fired or leaving the company. And I'm like, fuck him. He's been stealing shit out of this building for a long time. Let's bring down hell on him. Never actually happened. But Chuck made me bring it back. And so I got pissed off. I fucking bought one. Five fucking oh. grand. Because I'm like, well, that's an investment in my career. What good yeah, right. has that done me now? Nothing. Answered nothing. Okay. So I've got two of <laughs> these right, machines last- that are quickly becoming uh, um, dinosaurs. And I should fix up the other one just so I have it. Okay.
1: So right, last one. Last thing is and it sounds strong today is your voice throat coat tea have we tried it no throat coat tea okay but see you're you're funny with shit you only drink diet coke and whatever like you you're not going to drink it it's going to taste funny you don't drink you don't eat greens you might not throat coat tea though try it It tastes somewhat like chamomile
0: I can drink tea I've been drinking tea throat throat coat tea am I'm gonna I think that
1: you can there. get it at like Whole Foods or you know, fancy stores that they probably don't have in Virginia. You can't hunt it out there with a bow and arrow, but uh find it. Okay. Top five that was a bad that was a bad Virginia. That's joke. okay. I top five yeah.
0: <laughs> top five all <laughs> top five all time bad athlete strip club visits.
1: I can't wait to hear this look.
0: Twayne Haskins is gonna be up there. I think it's in the Pantheon. You do not go to a fucking strip club in week 15 after you've just gotten a start having been benched with your team in playoff contention during a pandemic with strict rules with a coach who is battling cancer and you being a complete dipshit who is on his last chance in this league. You don't do it because the shorties will sell you out. Won't they Glenn? Yeah, a hundred percent. And dude, you gotta be a real, Okay, I mean, there, there's
1: uh, there's a million layers here. One is chicken tender gate in the first few weeks of NBA bubble has to be in that has to be on that list.
0: It made uh, the top wing, five. Yes, chicken, chicken wings wing gate yeah. at Magic yeah. City. And who was that? <laughs> what player was that that went to uh, Magic? I wanna City? I want to say it was Williams, but I don't. I, who knows?
1: I don't know the player's <laughs> name, but it's got to be on the list.
0: An NBA guy named Williams. <laughs> you nailed it. I literally <laughs> go to Pro Basketball Reference and find eleven guys in the league. NBA yeah. players by name. Go ahead. You're right. No, Lou, Will- Lou Williams. Tri- Lou Williams. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was I, Lou Williams.
0: Okay. Ding. Okay. Ding. <laughs> Ding. Okay. Yes. Magic City. He decides: hey, man, I gotta leave the bubble, man. I got some personal shit to take care of. Next thing you know, he's at Magic City in Atlanta getting some wings. And some people defended it going, but you have you ever had their wings? <laughs> They're really good. Well,
1: Cut it out. Like, forget it. The Hooters is known for their wings, too, right? Okay. No, Haskins, Haskins, okay. Hold, on. Haskins. hold on, hold
0: on, hold on, hold yeah. on. How many Williams do you think there are in the NBA right now? Over, uh, 27. over under. 20, 27. All right. Seven. I mean, there's like five broadcasters named Jason Williams. Seven. Like, that's first and last name. There's seven. Actually, no, there's six. Oh, wait a minute. Holy That's shit. on one team. Yeah, there's six. There's a Zion Williams son. Yeah. Ever heard Zion. of him? From from Duke, yeah. There's for Robert. Robert Williams, a third. He, never the heard way, of him. You and I could never name who these guys play for. Uh he plays so, for Boston out of Texas. A&M. I used to be a huge Okay, let me just rewind.
1: Remember the first condo I bought in Kensington, not far from the, the Silver Spring Studios that you came by, which I still own as a rental? You don't remember this. I
0: don't remember when I
1: when I lived there. My buddies and I would come over a couple years out of college. We would play games like how many players on an NBA team can you name, and we could go eight or ten deep. Now, 20, 20 years later, you're right. I can't, I don't know Richard Williams the third. That sounds like an attorney to me. No, it's, it's or someone Robert,
0: who's a judge. It's Robert Williams the third. He plays for Boston out of Texas A and M. There's a Patrick Williams who plays for the Bulls out of Florida State. Lou Williams for the Clippers came right out of high school in Georgia. South Gwinnett High in Georgia. That's why he loves them. Magic City chicken wings. Ken Rich <laughs> Ken Rich Williams for Oklahoma City out of TCU. Grant Williams plays for Boston out of Tennessee. And Michael Carter Williams yep. out of Syracuse. He went to he went to Kentucky. Or Orlando. Uh, Syracuse yeah. is what it says for oh, Michael Sarah, Carter Williams. Me. I thought you're. Right. I thought you're right. Michael Carter Williams went to Kentucky.
1: Nah, maybe I'm thinking of another one. But there's two Williams on Boston, and only six in the league. That's 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 interesting. That's a very heavily weighted Williams Boston squad there. It sure um, is. All
0: if right, you're so, keeping
1: so okay, so this is. Uh, I think your rant is spot on. I just have a problem on like five different levels with him. Over and above what you just said. And I think all, those, all of my thoughts cascade into what you said. But you, I, read his, I read his apology. I'm sure he said it very nicely and eloquently. Somebody obviously wrote that for him. And if he believes even a portion of what he said, it speaks to what I'm about to say. The guy is not just immature, and he's not just stupid. He is stupid and immature, and you can't fix stupid you can't win with stupid. Right. And you're not going to mature past a certain point because his emotional maturity will never get there because he's stupid. And that's just bananas. Forget Ron Rivera having cancer. Forget the global pandemic. Forget all that. Right. Forget all the I agree. Stuff.
0: I agree. The, least thing I, the thing I least care about is the stupid mask thing. He was maskless with strippers. I'm like, oh, fuck.
1: Bro, you should be studying all day every day figuring out your next opponent, focusing on your craft. You've got an ability that was given to you by God or the world or whatever that you're not honing at all. You have an opportunity to be a winner in life, in sports, financially, mentally, with camaraderie. I know what winning looks like. I've been around winning for a long time with a guy that did just what he did for a living, except instead of catching, uh, throwing the passes, he caught them from quarterbacks. Okay, I understand what film studies like. I've watched film for 15 years with the greatest safety in the history of the planet. Okay? That's it. Dwayne Haskins, you ain't it, bro.
0: Hey, you're not it. You're, for, you're blowing it. For all of you unis haters out there, that's not a humble brag. That's the truth. You do you want yeah. do you want Glenn to be truthful or not? He's being truthful. He has watched film with Glenn Reed, Ed Reed, who is the greatest safety of all time. But well hold I mean, on, hold on. Ha- hold on. Troy Palomalu has entered the chat <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just different. I mean I go by I go, you know, I go by Belichick. Belichick, you know. Yeah, I know. We Belichick were, loves Ed Reed. Loves, loves, I mean, loves we filmed that top 100 in, in New York a couple – well, Philly, really, not Laurel – at NFL Films a couple of years ago where Belichick and Dion and Ed were part of that, you know, 100 greatest stuff. And, and Belichick said it so much on the air. Basically, they, they play the Brady and the Belichick piece a lot. But Belichick said in that special, you know, Ed made two of the best plays in football i have ever seen, pretty much. He basically said, you know, Tom Brady's the guy. But he and I would always say that Ed's the guy. I mean, he—he he, so many words said that Ed's maybe the greatest player of all time, uh, which you know, whatever. But the point is, is Haskins. You, you know the expression "world class bum."
0: <laughs> I, I <laughs> you know it. that expression. Here, I hear, here. I remember it. Here, in which can you hear this? Through an you. He had studied you all week. I, I had his game the next week. Calvary. He studied you all week. That when you opened your hips this way, when they had this route combination, you were going to here, and he knew it. He it was not on route combination? It was a go. Yeah, it was a go route. It was yeah. he was going backside Everybody to Wayne right. on the go. Yeah. yeah so it he had a,
1: he had it all set up. He, I'm, it, he, I'm sure he was dreaming about that night. He starts. He opens to the middle of the field. As soon as he takes two steps in the midfield, he turns turn in, and wheels, right turns around. his back on a quarterback,
0: and beats Wayne to the ball. Best play I've ever seen a free safety make. There you go right there. By the way, yeah. notice yeah. how Belichick, unconstrained from the weekly duties of talking to That's the right. jackals in the local media, turns yep. into Michigan J. Frog when the spotlight <laughs> is off. La, 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 la. Spotlight, rabbit. Uh, Ribbit.
1: he he uh, so i was there that day I, I you know i orchestrate all this stuff for ed and i'm part of it so i was there in the studio that day and belichick opens wide up to ed man he talks and loves them, and it, it's you know because there's that sort of like you know neo in the matrix morpheus type thing where they they, they understand uh, on a different level I, you know i produced ed for inside the nfl on showtime and when we were up there he and phil sims would have these conversations And, you know, we know a little bit about football, and obviously Boomer's in that room, too, and Brandon Marshall. And we go off and have other conversations, or I'm talking to, you know, the producers about a certain thing, and Ed and Phil are just diving seven levels deep into football. That's like, holy shit. And to bring it back to what we're talking about, Haskins doesn't want any part of that next-level winning shit. He wants no part of the science of football. The, the adulthood of being a mature – why in the fuck are you going – by the way, you just lost. Good game. Why are you going to a strip club with your mask off, blah, 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 fine, whatever, I know. putting the team at risk for sure. Where is your head, young man? And I know where it is. It's up Some stripper's at. It is ridiculous. It's not what winning <laughs> looks like. And that's fine. You have an entire five months to go do that. But you're going to go do that right after a game in a pandemic when you have no other quarterbacks? When you have a second chance at a at an doesn't, incredible opportunity, it's outrageous. He doesn't get it.
0: He doesn't get it. By the way.
1: And he, but he won't get it. He what? won't get it. And guess what? Guess guess guess. when I was texting my buddy, you know, longtime native Washingtonian D.C. fan. You know what I said to them? And you know what they said? They're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, I said, you know who's worse than, than Haskins? They said, who? I go, Snyder. For drafting him. And for those who don't know, Snyder drafted Haskins out of Ohio State because he went to the same high school that Snyder's son went to, Bullis. In yeah. Maryland, in, Bethesda, in the and, suburbs
0: of D.C. And and Snyder's kid had kind of befriended Haskins when he was. Correct. There. Yeah, it's pathetic. And that's not it's, even a secret. Yeah. By the way, let me just finish. I'm going to close this tab on the Belichick thing with Ed Reed. Yeah. By the way, yeah, yeah. if I could clean up this connection, I like having my instant replay playable for you, you know, for my guests here. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's crazy is that do you know how good and smart you have to be to fool Peyton fucking Manning? On a coverage? On purpose. Yes. On purpose. And, 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 and just know, set it up three weeks earlier. Yes! I mean, that's crazy next-level shit. That's yeah. how good he is. Okay. All right. Now I can close the tab, uh, and we can go further. How about this? What if Haskins had pulled the eddie murphy wasn't me thing
2: crazy shit just to show
1: you i guess it's hard to find somebody that knows how to do it to you right because when y'all find one y'all stick through that man through all kinds of bullshit i know a man got busted coming out of another woman's house just to show you how far a woman is stoop i he got busted coming out of another woman's house his woman saw him come out the house knew that the woman lived there and then say shit wait till they got home walked in the kitchen and said what the hell was he doing <laughs> in that bitch's house today you know what the man said Wasn't me. Wasn't me. I looked that in your face. Wasn't me. (laughs) I'm supposed to be a fool, right? Hey. Wasn't me. (laughs) Before camera phones and cell phones and GPS tracking and all that.
0: Here's how dumb Haskins is. He wore his favorite sweatshirt that had uh writing on it like made by gavinci and right, he's like worn his it, personal sweat yeah he's worn true. that particular unique sweatshirt before in other instagram and social media posts and so it was it's a black sweatshirt with white lettering he's just, bro you're
1: blowing your opportunity you're blowing it you've blown it
0: all right so that was a bad visit blown it. uh it's it's number four on my list uh Trent Williams when he got clocked <laughs> over the head with a full bottle of Ace of Spades champagne at the Pro Bowl <laughs> in Honolulu in a strip club, and he was pretty much no worse for the wear because Trent Williams is an absolute beast. And the number—do we know what year that was? Early in his career, maybe rookie year, something like that. Because wow. so I have a Pro Bowl.
1: Because my story is.
0: A Pro Bowl story. We don't have time for it today, plus the connection's too bad. Heartbreaking. There'll be another time. Uh, Number number three would be uh, James Harden being at a strip club following (laughs) a 46-point home loss in an elimination game six at home to the San Antonio Spurs when I'm convinced he played high as a fucking kite had like six <laughs> points and nine turnovers, and then decides, okay, time to go to the strip club afterwards. And the number one worst ever strip club visit by an athlete, Adam Pacman Jones in Vegas oh, yeah. for the NBA oh, yeah. All-Star Game.
1: Not ding, a good ding, one. ding, ding, ding. Not a good Ding, one. ding, ding.
0: All right, real quick, oh, your thoughts man. on Snyder and this uh, legal shit where he paid a woman $1.6 million uh, just to stay quiet about her termination from the team. I said today on the radio, I'm like, I know people that have been cut in half by a faulty elevator in a hotel, and they haven't gotten yeah, 1.6 million. Somebody said, yeah, my brother was hit by a, a dump truck when he was on a bicycle in a bike lane. He only got like 75 grand. He was in the in the hospital for three months. So 1.6 million, this thing was supposed to say stay buried, and it came out. Whoops.
1: Well, that elev that elevator and that dump truck don't make you know three billion dollars. True, uh, but. <laughs> but, and, and, you know, there, I'm, I'm fine with, with hush money clauses on exits, but this speaks to and the exodus of, you know, people that we worked with for years and new people coming in. That, that, that speaks to other things. I, I will answer your question by saying this, and this is a part of the Brian Lafamina era that a lot of people don't talk about, okay? Brian Lafamina was sort of the hand picked guy from the league to come in and help Snyder. What I believe, and I have no inside information, at least as far as anyone knows, that the league said, hey, Snyder, you're fucking it up, and this is a legacy franchise in a top ten market in our nation's capital. We strongly recommend you hire this guy and let him do his thing. And Snyder begrudgingly said, fine, I'll do it. Got his panties in a bunch eight eight months later and pushed Brian out and others and that was the final straw for the league to say, okay, we know at some way, somehow, we've got to get Snyder out. They knew all these things behind the scenes and tried to put their own hand-picked guy in to clean up the franchise, and Snyder wouldn't allow it. And I think that is the straw that broke the camel's back, although the results aren't immediate.
0: It's a very plausible theory. I hope you're right. Maybe the league is slowly and surely coiling itself around Snyder to choke him out and to send him packing. But my God, Glenn, I remain guardedly pessimistic about all of this because I've already in my mind calculated how sick I think I'll feel if Snyder survives all of this and comes out on the other side with a new nickname, new stadium, and a shit-eating grin like, see, still didn't get me.
1: But add in the uncapped year when they got fined for shenanigans, in which, by the way, I think that was kind of crap because there were no rules and and, and and the league fined the Cowboys and the Redskins and the Raiders, and I can't remember the other team. Uh, Redskins got the heaviest fine. Uh, other teams lost draft picks. Um, or, yeah. no, actually didn't get a didn't, didn't get a share of the revenue spent. But I, I, That's, if you small, add the that's pieces, small
0: potatoes. I mean, we're talking that's about – small potatoes. We're talking about – million dollar settlements it had to be for something bad it was on a flight back from vegas from the american country music awards with a female staffer who got 1.6 million i mean seriously oh yeah that's a serious fucking payout it must have been really bad it's either
1: really bad or it was a girlfriend and they put it on the books as, as the Redskins thing. And that was her like, Hey honey, you know, we're breaking up but I like you here's some money to go live the rest of your life. There's a bunch of, there's, there's, there, there's a yes. whole bunch of scenarios. Yes. <laughs> you know, nah. uh, just put it on the company, the company will pay for it. Whatever. Just here, you know, All
0: right. it, it, my uh, we're, he, I think he's losing his grip on the team. Exit question. How is the yeah. Peloton, you Peloton douchebag? It's doing well. My wife now usurped me, uh, and she, she uses it often, even though we bought her a treadmill. Uh,
1: it's going okay. I uh, I slacked off last week, but it's going good. It's going fine. All right, buddy.
0: Merry Christmas, right. Claire. Throat You too, buddy. Booty. Merry You're Christmas. the best. Thank you, pal. See ya. See you, babe. Let's end on this with the great conjunction occurring yesterday. It got me to thinking about outer space and the planets. And then I quickly said, okay, 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 stop thinking about outer space. It always freaks you the fuck out. It was pretty cool to see the telescope photos of Jupiter with Saturn and Saturn's one, two, three, four moons in perfect alignment. Something that astronomers say happens only once every 800 years or thereabouts. Actually, there will be a similar proximity event in 2080. But shit, that's 60 years. (laughs) i will be 112. I ain't going to be here for that, no matter how good medicine gets in the coming years. And then after that, the next one's not going to be for another like 800 years. They say that this unique alignment might have been what was described in the Bible on Christmas day when baby Jesus sweet baby Jesus was born in that major manger excuse me that's the second major reference in this podcast alone it's pretty cool to see the photos of it I have no idea how strong the telescopes were to be able to see Saturn in the distance 500 million miles away give or take with its ring around it and you're like, wow. Or wait a minute, shit. Jupiter? God damn it. Jupiter has rings. I, I can't believe I have to look this one up. Jupiter and Saturn. Let me look at images here. Quick, show me show me which one's which. <laughs> Jupiter. No, Saturn. Saturn has rings. God damn so, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing to see Saturn's rings in a telescope picture with the other alignment of Jupiter and the moons. I just don't know, could you have seen that with your own homeowner-grade telescope, something that doesn't cost an arm and a leg? Like, let's say a really nice $3,000 telescope. Could you have seen on a clear night Jupiter with Saturn with its rings? (laughs) Anyway, I I got to thinking about that, like, because we've seen pictures of Jupiter, Jupiter, and Saturn, and we know what they look like, and they've been depicted many ways. There is something about seeing a satellite, a telescope image from Earth that has a little teensy, teensy Saturn with its rings sitting out there next to Jupiter. It's almost, it makes it kind of real. Like, oh, fuck. That thing really is out there. It's not just some sci-fi Carl Sagan made-up, Disney bullshit, that thing is out there. And on this night, we could see it with a telescope. If anyone out there is an astronomy nerd, let me know. Could you see it with a consumer-grade, expensive home telescope? So as I was thinking about outer space, of course, my mind wandered to aliens. And I came across this story from the New York Post in which researchers with NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory and Caltech have surmised that any alien life forms that could have been in our galaxy have likely already annihilated each other. In other words, victims of too much progress, according to a new scientific study. Yes, an actual scientific study that pretends to show that civilization's technological prowess will eventually advance to the point that will lead to complete destruction and biological degeneration. In other words, any intelligent life previously in the Milky Way has already likely killed itself off. I would just like to say bullshit. I call bullshit on that. I don't think that they would completely kill each other off because you would have life in the millions if not billions of life forms of intelligence such as humans and you can't kill them all I don't I don't believe it but you know what that's an argument over a beer and a bar stool if you can find one that's open alright and then of course the last big benefit of printing out these stories is I get to stack them up just like this like Ron Burgundy sharp broadcast really nice well done good job everybody good hustle Liked how it sounded today. Thanks for listening. I don't know what tomorrow brings on the Zavecast. Maybe a free edition. Maybe a paid edition. Maybe a modified football five ways Thursday. I don't think I'm going to give you something on Christmas. That'd be a nice present from me. But, my God, haven't I given you enough podcasts already? We'll go strong next week. We'll see about tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Have a great Wednesday. And we will I'll see you next time oh, that we could such spirit the Such spirit
2: woo the air That Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate Is here is here Celebrate, 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 celebrate.
0: Every sports fan knows it's not about how you start the season. It's about how you finish. At myBookie, 2020 finishes strong with NFL, college football, and the return of NBA action. Sign up today to receive a halfway deposit match up to a thousand dollars. And while you're at it, ring in the holidays with six days of giveaways. You heard it here first. From December 21st to December 26th, myBookie's hooking players up with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes. And it's all week long. To get in on the action it's simple sign up make your first deposit and enter promo code zabe charlie zulu alpha bravo echo to claim your bonus and start taking advantage of the holiday freebies head over to my bookie and discover this year's batch of fun on-site promotions and win big with six days of giveaways this holiday season bet with the best bet with my bookie